Hello, wine lovers, and welcome to Taste, Fans, and Terror with STC Wine Girl, the wine podcast that focuses on having fun and taking the guesswork out of picking a wine. I'm your host, STC Wine Girl, Shannon Carlson, owner and operator of Midwest Vino, LLC. Each week, we are going to select a wine, learn where it's from, how it is made, how it tastes, and maybe a few wine pairing options to go with it. So let's have some fun. Find the wines that we like and take the guesswork out of picking a wine. Let's go. This week's wine is Man Family Wines Chenin Blanc 2021. Looking at the bottle, it has a white label on the front and a white label on the back. The label on the front tells you exactly who made it, which is Man Family Wines. It says what it is, which is a free-run Steen, Chenin Blanc. And it also says where it's from, which is the coastal region. It has a really neat drawing of the vineyard right on the front of the label. Turning the bottle around, you can actually see that there is a sticker towards the top that says... Um, integrity and sustainability. And then it also tells you that this wine comes from South Africa. Have you ever had a South African wine? Well, now it's time to start. Wine has been made in South Africa since the 17th century. The first vines were brought by Dutch explorers. They were searching for a place to stop while they explored the Southern Hemisphere, ultimately settling in Cape Town. Today, nearly all wine in South Africa comes from the Western Cape, which is located near Cape Town. Vineyards are fairly evenly divided between white and red varieties, with the leading grape variety as Chenin Blanc, which is also known under the local term Steen, and it accounts for 18% of all grape production in South Africa. The term Steen was actually thought of coming from a Germanic origin. And this was supported by evidence of a handwritten note by Governor Simon van der Stel on wine quality that mentioned that wine from Steen was comparable to quality German Stein wines. In 1963, the then head of viticulture at the University of Stellenbosch, Professor C.J. Orfer, matched Steen and Chenin Blanc leaves and finally pronounced Steen Chenin Blanc. You'll hear those two terms intermixed in wines that come from South Africa. So if you see a bottle that says Steen, it's always going to be Chenin Blanc. This wine comes from Man Winery. It was founded by brothers Philip and Tyrell Myber along with their friend, Jose Conda. When they were young winemakers, they really wanted to find wines that were good as well as affordable. This became a problem as they found wines they liked, but not always affordable. Thus, they decided to make their own. As a way of explaining to their wives that they were going to be busy most weekends, they decided to name the winery after them. Named after Mary Annette and Nikki Man Family Winery was born. 
pretty genius way of explaining to your wife that you're going to be working every weekend. They started out making wine in an old barn with minimal equipment. And every weekend, they would drive around to vineyard owners and negotiate using their grapes. Today, they source their grapes by creating collaborative partnerships with around 30 wine growers who grow some of the best old vine Chenin Blanc in the region. Most grape growers they work with now are actual shareholders within the vineyard. Now, while Philip, Tyrell, and Jose are winemakers, they have passed that role on to their current winemaker, Rion Mueller. The vineyards that they source their grapes from come from the coastal region of Agtar Parl. Parl is one of the most famous wine regions within the Western Cape. It's north of Stellenbosch, which is another famous wine region within South Africa. Far from the cooling Atlantic breeze, it is one of the hottest regions within the Western Cape. Regions in South Africa mostly experience a Mediterranean climate with intense sunlight and dry heat. The growing season in South Africa starts in November and ends with harvest in April. Parle's vineyards are found on the lower slopes of Parle Rock, on the northern side of Simonsburg Mountain, and in the valley of the Berg River. The two mountains provide well-drained granite and shale soils for the vines, while the soil on the valley floor is more sandstone-based. The vines the grapes were sourced from are non-trellised bush vines. Now, bush vines are just that. They're shaped like a bush. There's a couple of reasons why this growing method works well in this region. You know, this is a hot sunny growing area, bush-trained vines allow the canopy on the vines, which is the leaves that cover the vines themselves. So that's called the canopy of the vine. It allows the canopy on the vines to really protect the grapes from the sun. It also provides protection from gale-forced winds that are called the Cape Doctor in this area. While the winds help keep mildew and disease down, they can damage the grapes if not properly protected by the canopy. Most vineyards in this region are more than 25 years old, and the grapes tend to be dry farmed, meaning they don't use irrigation. This allows the roots to grow deep into the ground. It forces them to find water deep within the soil. It also allows when roots have to dive way down deep into the ground, it allows them to be more sturdy of vines so that they can handle those gale force winds. Soils in this area are predominantly Malmesbury shale and decomposed granite. This type of soil will impart a minerality on the wines that are produced in this area. I'm going to be really interested to see if that's the case with this wine. The grapes used in this bottle were hand harvested. And as I mentioned at the very beginning, this is a free run steen. So we know steen means Chenin Blanc. So what is free run? This wine only uses free-run juice. 
and free-run juice is the best juice coming out of the crushed grapes prior to any pressing used in a grape press. So when the grapes are put into the press, the natural weight of the grapes are going to kind of crush it, and you're going to create that initial juice coming off of it, and that's what's used in here. And why would they do that? I mean, why would they use free run? What's so special about free run juice? Well, it is the purest expression of the wine, and it will also have the least contact with the bitterness of the stems and the skins and the pips. I mean, think about that for a second. You know, when you put the grapes into that press, that juice is automatically coming off of there. So it's not going to be kind of imparting all of those flavors onto it. So that also will be interesting to see, you know, is there bitterness? Do we taste anything like that? And how does that impact the the flavor of this wine? For this particular wine, there's a couple other production methods that they've used on this wine. This wine is 100% unoaked because the winemakers really wanted to preserve the freshness and the fruit in the wine. I mean, they're looking for a long finish with a lot of fruit. They did, however, leave it on its gross lees for three months because they wanted to allow for a round, rich mouthfeel. And fermentation for this wine occurred over 20 days in stainless steel tanks. So it doesn't see any oak or anything like that either. So we've talked about where this wine comes from, who makes this wine, and how it was made. I think I'm ready to start talking about how it tastes. I I don't know how you guys feel, but I know I am ready to pop open this bottle. So I say we pop it open, pour ourselves a glass, and talk about how it tastes and what it looks like. I'm serving my wine around the 7 to 10 degrees Celsius, which is about 45 to 48 degrees Fahrenheit. I want my wine chilled, but not too cold. When a wine is really cold, it can kind of mute the aromas and flavors in it. So I want my wine chilled, but not too cold because I really want to experience all of the aromas and flavors in this wine. Looking at this wine, it is a clear, pale lemon yellow. So it's not real dark, but it's also not light. It's got a noticeable lemon color to it. Smelling this wine. Yeah, I get, I get a lot, I get citrus on it. Pear pineapple. I even get melon and honeysuckle on it. It's, I can really get that fruit as well as kind of a floral component. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to taste. Oh, wow. You really get the fruit on this. I get, I get the citrus immediately. It's, 
I get the lemon flavor, but I predominantly get lime. And I get green apple as well as peach and melon in that same honeysuckle flavor that I got in the aromas. You get the tartness as well as like the, the that fruit, real nice luscious fruit. What's really interesting about this as well is I get like two other components to it. I get a fresh cut grass, you know, like when you stand out in your yard and either you just got done doing it or maybe a neighbor did, they just got done mowing their lawn and you smell that smell of a freshly cut lawn. That's what I I taste in this wine. And then I also get the slate almost like a slate and a granite. You know, we talked about earlier that the soils in this area being predominantly Malmesbury shale and decomposed granite, and that will impart kind of a minerality. I definitely get that on this wine. So interesting. You know, this wine would be a wonderful summertime wine that you have chilled while you're sitting out on the back deck, just enjoying the, the wonderful summertime temperatures. It is a versatile wine that I think would go really well with quite a few dishes. Thinking about food, I immediately think about scallops and even chicken scampi. You know, you have the kind of the the, the chicken with the pasta, it's, it's not too heavy, but it's not so light. This wine is a medium body wine that with the flavors that I'm tasting would, would be able to hold its own and pair really nicely with those two. I also kind of think about, this would be really great with mushroom risotto or a pasta with vegetables, you know, vegetables like asparagus or even like those fresh cherry tomatoes. I kind of would like that too. And something even as simple as just a fig and cheese plate, you know, cheeses like camembert and brie would be wonderful pairing with this wine. It's such a fruity wine. You know, I have to agree with Rion Mueller and his team that they were looking for a long finish with a lot of fruit and a rich mouthfeel. You really get that on this wine. Kudos to them. As I mentioned, Chenin Blanc is a versatile varietal. It can be found in both hot and cool climates, taking on the characteristics of whatever growing condition it is in. And it can also be made dry or sweet, sparkling or still. It's such an interesting and fun wine to try. And if you haven't had a South African wine, I highly encourage doing so. These vines have been around for a really long time, so give them a try. To close out today, we talked about the ins and outs of Man Family Winery. We broke down South Africa and the region of Parle. We learned about winemaker Rion Mueller and the team who make this wine. 
We talked about how this wine was made from the vine to the bottle. And most importantly, we talked about how it looks, tastes, and smells. Let me know if you've had this wine and if you did, what you thought of it. I would also love to hear your feedback on future wines you would like to know more about. Go to Taste Fins and Terroir with STC Wine Girl on buzzsprout.com to find my contact information. Reach out to me. You can also contact me on my website, midwestvino.com. I've put links to both in the description. Let me know what you think. If this wine sounds interesting to you and you would like to know more about Man Family Winery, you can check out their website, www.manwines.com. I'll add a link to them in the description as well. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit the follow and click the notification icon so you don't miss future episodes. Join me next week, wine lovers, as we select a new wine, learn where it's from, how it's made, how it tastes, and above all, have fun finding wines we like. See you next week, wine lovers. Cheers. Cheers.